And welcome to the F1 Money Gang podcast. We are back for episode five, sponsored by Underdog Fantasy Sports app. Use our promo code F1 Money Gang to get a 100% deposit match and tune into our Discord for some of our underdog and bets that we're making for the race week. Uh, got lots of action going on in our Discord. Uh, the Discord and underdog links are available in the description, or you can find it on our Twitter handles. At F1 Capper is one of them you can just go to right now and you can capture those links. But yeah, let's get right to it. We had talked about a little bit about Singapore last week. Now that we're getting closer to the race weekend, let's go ahead and get an update on the track. Um, looks like there is some rain expected. I think the percentages are dropping between Friday. We're looking at FP1 session having 20%, FP2 having 40% rain chances potential saturday 20 percent qualifying 40 and then sunday we're seeing a 60 percent chance of rain that's the highest percentage we've seen so far so looks like we could be seeing chaos as far as everything else we're looking at the softest compounds the c3 c4 c5 and you know this track right here highest downforce track you're going to see we haven't been here since 2019 new cars everything is completely new uh, just going to be a tough one, hard to predict as we are just going in with some uncertainty. And just a recap from our, our pod last week where we did briefly touch on Singapore. Some of the things we did uh, discuss, um, Lights Out did bring up how the algos were not strong on FP odds. And as we get to the race, we see some slight improvement into the odds. The books are basically getting sharper uh, as we get into the race week. Uh you know, again, to follow up on that trend, Ferrari should not be a dog unless it's the race. I mean, we are seeing that Ferrari always dominates Friday, maybe Saturday, and then Sunday they fade. So until that trend breaks, that's kind of the the thing we're we are always chasing. Fade the vets on FP1. Um, usually we see like guys like Botas, Fettel, they don't really try to push as much into the FP1 session. And as we all know, FP1 is not really the session that you want to push. It's more of testing, trying to get the car aligned and just, just getting it uh, dialed in for the weekend. Uh, Stroll, as we get through the weekend, gets worse. He gets beat by Vettel usually on Sundays. And then uh, Rennie had a very awesome, convincing um, uh, prediction where he did think that Charles Leclerc will actually win this one. So not as only is he going to be Mr. Friday and Saturday, he's going to be Mr. Sunday to him. So there's lots of bold predictions that have been going on in the discord. We have been talking for God, I don't know, two weeks feels like a mini summer break that we just went through. I know that there's a lot of action. So, uh, you know what, we're just going to hand it off to our, our man, integrity. He's got some action for us. We do want to kick it off free money Friday. What you got for us, man? Well, you know, always ready for Free Money Friday. Uh, I think we got a pretty nice record so far in the year. I think we were sitting at either three and one or four and one, one of the two. Uh, doing pretty solid so far. But I'm glad you brought up the fade to vet thing earlier on the free practice because that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to fade my guy, Botus, and take Jinx's guy, K-Mag. Uh, that's sitting at plus 110 right now. I'm going to put one unit on that, and it's located on Bovada. Uh, K-Mag against Botus on the years, sitting at 7-4, so you get a nice little 64% chance hitting on that. Uh, K-Mag in general just been pretty, just a little better than Botus on the street track so far this year. Um, I know pretty much both of them kind of looked like trash the past couple of races, 
So it's kind of picking out the best trash out of the two. Uh, but KMAC does have some decent success here. He actually owns uh, the lap record here from 2018. And even back with Mercedes, both this, this was not one of his uh, better tracks. So, yeah, that's we're going to take KMAG head-to-head over both this one unit, and that's plus 110. Yeah, I mean, and that's your guy, too, that you – you just hey, love. Me some money last race. He's my, <laughs> <he's> my guy. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And maybe some stats just to kind of back some of this up. Um, and this is when he was at Mercedes. So um, if we look at 2018, 2019 with that dominant Mercedes car, uh, he qualified fifth in 2019, ended up fourth on the grid, finished fifth. 2018, he was fourth through qualifying, finished fourth. It just kind of shows that he kind of just stays the track. And then even 27, uh, 2016, he had a DNF. 2015, he just did, yeah, wasn't wasn't that great. Although he did finish well uh, in 2015. So, yeah, so uh, I, I see you're just, at least you're going trash over trash, right? So that's, yeah, that's right. a good, <laughs> that's it. Listen, hey, it's, 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 it's free money Friday. You just got to pick what you get. Well, yeah, and, and uh, it's, it's tough, um, you know, when you were looking at these race head to heads and just like I mentioned, a lot of us are still kind of hesitant about this track. What do we expect? The rain now is a, is a possibility, humid conditions in this track. We haven't seen it with these cars and just, just so much uncertainty going in. So what I think that, you know, playing it safe sort of in this way, is pretty awesome, but I'm glad that there is an FP pick because I actually don't have any FP picks. So yeah, I know someone else does though. I believe so. And his name is Jinx. Jinx, what do you have? Yeah, we're uh, you know, I'm I'm I got a free bet this week. I'm pretty sure everyone does on MGM. Um, there's a free fifty dollar bet until October 13th on MGM if you're a regular user. So, you know, urge the people to go there, check your promos. Um, and I'm using my promo on Pierre Gasly, uh, top six in FP1. It's at 14 to 1 odds, and that's a pretty big misprice. I mean, looking back to last year at Monaco, he was P4 in FP1. Baku last year was P6. Jeddah, he was P6. This year in FP1 at Jeddah, he was P5. Miami, P5. Monaco, he was P6. And then Baku, he was uh, P9. But in FP2, he was P6. And then FP3, P7. So, I mean, we're getting, I mean, plus 14 to 1. And out of a guy in the last seven street circuits in FP1 to finish top six six of seven that's that's a huge uh huge edge we got i mean i'm doing a unit because i have a free bet for that but i mean I, I would recommend no more than you know a half unit to the listeners but it's just a it's a big edge i mean pierre gasly he's regressed and so is the car but he's shown this year on the street circuits he still has the pace because monaco he had a bad bad qualifying effort because of the rain but it didn't show his practice pace that he had yeah, no, it's it's definitely at those odds. It's definitely juicy. And I think we were talking about it a little bit. I've seen you guys talking about Gasly and you know me. I've hated backing AlphaTauri Gasly this year, but I feel like that might be one that I want to sprinkle on here. I also did notice that they started adding more odds and they have um, I think it is the winner without the big six. So that means no <sighs> remove Verstappen, Perez, Hamilton, Russell, Leclerc, signs, and they have the odds there. And I mean, Pierre Gasly's at 1400. I don't know if uh if you guys were eyeing him for the race or not, but 
race is race is a different story, but I mean, you know, we've seen, I mean, last year and this year, you know, he's six and one, you know, out of the, in the seven street circuits. And even this year he's three and one. So, I mean, those are, you know, good odds. I mean, really, really good odds. And, you know, it seems like Alvatari does let him turn up the engine at the street circuits, you know, because maybe mm. they feel he can qualify better. So we'll see. I mean, like I said, I got a free bet on it. So, I mean, it's, you know, a small risk, large reward and everyone else. I mean, you maybe a third of a unit to a half unit. I mean, definitely don't go crazy on it. But I mean, it shouldn't be 14 to one, maybe at most four to five to one. And just full disclosure for all you folks that are listening, just be careful when you're going into a Friday and Saturday. Just take it easy, especially this weekend. We don't know what's going to actually happen Friday will probably tomorrow, I should say, will tell us the full entire story of what we can expect on Saturday. And then Sunday could be completely different from Saturday too. So um, just take it easy. Don't blow your load on, on Friday, unless you're your integrity and you want to win free money. So always, always. <laughs> All right. Renegade what's going on, man. Has your tune changed from last week or are we still feeling that this is the Leclerc race? Well, I still think it's the Leclerc race. When I saw the lightning bolts next to the weather forecast for Saturday and Sunday, <laughs> I wasn't feeling it. But they've gone back to showers now. So it's back to normal. Uh, I have a few more race race day tips. I like uh, Norris, best of the rest. And you can get him at 2.25 at uh well at William Hill, but I'm sure most will come up at the other books nearer the time. This track should suit McLaren with the slow corners. Really, the only opposition is Alpine, and I can't see the car suiting it more than McLaren this weekend. Um, um also pole position to win. You can get it at evens at Bet365. Uh, I think we were discussing in the last podcast, it was around 60%. And there's so much more that's un- unlucky to happen to, to the leader, like Alonso some, and his team fixing the race, Hamilton breaking down, that it should be in the 70s. So 2.0, it's happening more than 50% of the time. So I think that's a good sprinkle as well to have on. Yeah, and... Uh... You know, I've I've thought so hard about this Norris bet, man. I've I think that's been one I had been eyeing and I've been going back and forth. So I'm glad you brought this up because I had been eyeing him for a top six. I probably should have placed it earlier this week, but just because I'm being very cautious going into the weekend, I could have had it at I think it was like plus one thirty. It's now dropped to even on Bavada. So if you can still get it at plus one thirty, I think I would I'd go back in time and take that. Um, but for one thing I, that does kind of scare me about Lando is on street circuits. I think this year he has not performed as well, given that these were a little different. I think back who was one of them, he finished like ninth or 10th or something like that. But I think he was best of the rest in Monaco. Monaco. I think so. He was, but that, I mean, that's where I, my, I keep coming back to it, right? I and I looked at 2019, and he was best in the rest in 2019 as well. Yeah. So, I, you know what? Now that you're on it, you're just convinced. Two weeks in a row, 
you're just convincing me to take on a pick. Oh, I hope they come in. I hope they come in now. <laughs> but the only thing with this street circuit, if he loses, like, say if Alonso starts one position behind and, and he mm. gets ahead, you just need a whole race for that for Alpine. It's just to finish ahead of Norris. Yeah. And yeah. with the street track and hard to pass, that's just yeah. the one thing that worries me. Yeah, no, I, I actually really dig that. Um, still haven't placed it, anything yet on Norris, but I definitely do dig it. Uh, yeah, so I guess I'm the last here to pick. I think everyone's already got a pick. I Honestly, guys, the one that since I, I'm, I'm the type that will go with my gut on one that I usually feel, and not to say that this one is a guaranteed winner or anything, but I couldn't stop thinking about our conversations last week in the Discord. Ferrari, we always talk about it. We seem to to always talk about it. And you know, Renegade, we've I've, I've I'm so aligned with you on this. Like, it's just there's got to be a point in time where Charles and Ferrari will get it together, right? Like, they've just messed it up. On we could just claim every damn race they've messed it up. Yeah, but. A blind squirrel can catch a nut every once in a while, right? So maybe this is that time. And going back to the statistic, fastest qualifier, we've already talked about the trends. Ferrari's always, you know, Mr. Saturday on there. I think that he might pull it together and he's going to get the win. So fastest qualifier and win the race plus 500. Again, I'm only just throwing in like a quarter of a unit. Just, just to show you how confident I am, which is not that much, but because of the purpose of, of our podcast and just the dialogue behind it. I mean, again, it just goes back to the trends we've talked about. I mean, this might be the time. I know there are some other odds in there that you can throw in. I mean, you could talk about Sergio Perez and all that. Don't want to go there. That's probably not the right one. But Charles Leclerc, for sure. I think that's the one I'm. I'm I would stick as my first bet going into the weekend any comments thoughts i know that renegade doesn't I mean, have any you would imagine this would be a perfect track for them um so it's not like a long shot by any means no no it's not and i just think the trend makes me want to do it this way which is he should qualify first and assuming we don't have any safety cars of course and any problems where is they got to get the pit stop right. I mean, I just don't see it. They've had two weeks. Come on, get it right, Ferrari. Get your shit together. Um, <laughs> so that's. I mean, at the same time, I just hope that Steins doesn't get it together on the same week because he's his qualifying yeah. has been decent. I you Even know what? Been less than a tenth back. Yeah, and I look back at that, and I was I was just trying to see about the trend with signs at this at this track. He hasn't actually been all that great which gives me more confidence in Leclerc, but you're right. Like I've been backing signs since after Austria, that car was just amazing. Right. Um, so I'm not overly concerned, but it makes me want to sprinkle, but I, I just don't know. I'm just, you know, if I lose quarter of a unit, that's fine. That's not gonna, yeah. that's not going to impact me. So, but yeah, so uh, just one quick note that, People need to know about this track. I mean, we haven't been there since 2018. Um, you know, some of the things we we haven't discussed, which which is like Mick, Latifi, Sonoda, Joe, none of them have ever raced there. So that's number one. 
got to think about that going into the weekend. Number two, uh, they actually had half the track resurfaced, so we don't actually know how half the track will be. Half of it may be bumpy, half of it may not. Uh, and then we haven't even seen it with like, you know, what what will the track evolution be like with with that new uh, surface? And then, um, you know, if we're gonna see rain this weekend, which it sounds like we might see rain, we've only had one uh, wet race here, twenty seventeen. And if you do watch it with floodlights and rain, and then you have the the, the condensed walls, you just the visibility is even worse. So you may see a lot of chaos if we if we do get a lot of rain. So just something to point out to the folks. I know we did briefly talk about safety cars and virtual safety cars uh, in the Discord. We had been eyeing virtual safety cars. Um, we still haven't come to a conclusion on that yet, though. So, <laughs> um, yeah, but let's we've, go. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, with um, you were saying about uh, the people that haven't raced there, I think yep. MGM have a price boost for some head-to-heads. They have Bottas to, Bottas to beat Joe, Vettel to beat Stroll, Gasly to beat Sonoda, and Magnussen to beat Schumacher at plus 600. I thought that would that that's pretty good price. Ooh, that is. Um, is that race? Yeah, race. It's not. Yeah, I mean, I gotta jump in on that. You, yeah, <laughs> that's, the, uh, 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 that's a great bet. Um, just gotta watch the DNF because they had that at Monaco, and um, I true. put I put four units on that, and I was cruising, you know, to get a twenty unit profit, and then Magda retired. So I mean. Definitely, you know, it's a good play, but I mean, to the listeners, don't do anything more than a unit or two on it because those parlays can get wild. Oh, yeah, definitely. I've uh, I finally got my book to allow me to do some parlays and one and one so far on it on the parlay action might have to chalk it, it up again. It's just when you put like ones like Alvin to beat Latifi and any DNFs, they're the most annoying ones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, yeah, we got a lot of interesting things that are going uh, for us into the weekend. Uh, again, tomorrow morning we're we're going to be starting the FP one. So, what about uh, second bets? Do you guys have other other leans or likes that uh, you've already placed? Yeah, so just tailing off of Jinx's first pick with Gasly. Um, even like if you like <laughs> if you think he can even get close to top six, there's no way you can think Vettel gets top five. And right now, Gasly is paired with Vettel head-to-head. It's a minus-115 split. So I think Gasly's a pretty safe one right there. Which one was it? Gasly what? Uh, head-to-head on Vettel. Head-to-head on Vettel. Yeah, I've seen a lot of action with the race head-to-head. Is this race, right? Or is this FP? No, this is for practice. Oh, this is free practice. Okay. All right. Just writing that down. I mean... It's a lean. It's nothing I've put in. But. Vet, I, it it kind of correlates to stroll or to what we talked about, which is fade the vets, right? On an yeah. FP1. Maybe he comes out, he's just doing some minor testing, doesn't want to even push it. Just trying to see what, get a feel of the car before FP2, where they really got to try to dial it in. Well, I'm sure he'll come out with those ridiculous sensors on the front of the car first. Yeah. You know, spray paint and all that crap or whatever they put on there. Um, Okay, I like that one too. 
You're giving me some ideas for FP1. <laughs> well, something to look at. Yeah. Jinx, do you have another one? Yeah, this time we're going for the race. Um, putting 1.3 units to win a unit. I got a Vettel over Stroll for the race. Um, you know, I mean, you're laying minus 135 juice, but, you know, I was talking to some some of the sharps in our Discord, and it's just, in my opinion, it's a misprice. You look at the two um, technical street circuits this year, if you want to call them that, Baku and Monaco, Stroll was out in Q1, and Vettel uh, made it into Q3 and started P9. Um, I know Baku, I think they said, you know, Vettel had a shot at T6, top six, but I know he got caught in a DRS train, but Stroll was just awful in the race at Baku. And I mean, I know, you know, it's been the running joke about seven qualifying as he's been knocked out in Q1, six of the last seven. But I mean, even last week at Monza, where it was just an all out track, you know, Stroll shit the bed. So I mean, we're on, we're back on a street circuit where, you know, Stroll's weaknesses. So, I mean, I'll take, I'll take Seb over him. Yeah, no, I love that one. I think that it's, uh, man, I just, I try, I'm trying not to go against my rule for this. I mean, not even just this week, which is, I'd love to go like two or three units on that, but I'm going to wait just because we know how this works every Friday, Saturday, somehow Vettel disappoints, but definitely agree. I think, uh, we were talking about the performance for stroll which I'll quickly run through that for everyone, which is 2019 qualified 17th, finished 13th, 2018 qualified 20th, did finish 14th. And in 2017, 2017 qualified 18th. He did finish eighth, but that was like wreck fest. I think half the grid was out turn one on that one. So he ended up in eighth spot. Uh, it just kind of shows he, he doesn't really, he doesn't really like this track. Uh, Vettel, I mean, I can go back to 2008. I mean, he's he's been in the top five just about for every single position of this race, from qualif- qualifying to finishing, except for 2017 where he did not finish. We all saw, we all know what what that happened there. And then in 2016, he was in the back of the grid and still made it to fifth. So shows how dominant he is here. I may have to actually jump in on this. I, I do recall we were talking uh, in the Discord about it. Again, if you haven't joined our Discord, you should get in there. You can get into these early bets. If you just go and click the link, get in. You can find all the fun and topics that we've been talking about. So, yes, love it. Uh, let's see. Ren- Renegade, what what else do you have? I mean, we've, t- we've, we've had the hots for Leclerc for a week. What is outside of Ferrari that you are eyeing? If there is something outside of Ferrari, I'd say um, so. Alex Albans, we know he's recovering from his operation and he's back. But uh, I want to look at his free practice performance because if it's like he's really struggling, then I think like some head-to-head team bet, whether they're match with Haas or Alfa Romeo, because Latifi shouldn't be doing anything at this track. So if there's like some good odds on Haas to beat Williams, I think I'm going to want to take that if Albon's struggling in free practice. Okay, let's see. Albon, I can't even parlay any of the FPs. I don't think I bet Latifi to beat Albon, even if he's half fit. But 
I'm just saying it's plus 275. <laughs> but he's coming off of surgery. Man. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. All right. Um, well, that was a that's an interesting one for sure. You came right to it with Al, with the with the Williams from Ferrari to Williams. I love it. See, this is the one thing I love about this crew is we have a pretty wide horizon. It, it, we just have lenses across the grid from the top of the grid to the shittiest of the shittiest drivers and i'm so glad you guys are the ones that focus on like alpha <laughs> alpha romeo and and alpha tori because i have literally zero interest in looking into gasly's performance anymore thanks yeah, just for the value you, you're you're the true mvp for doing the the homework for us <laughs> yeah as an alpha fan i only like i don't have very many options i only look at midfield yeah, I mean, I, hey, as our buddy Lifestyle says, it's it's just money, you know. Yeah. We got five races left, you know. Fun we're, we're up on the air, so worst yeah. case scenario, we lick our wounds and we come back next week. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, no. So, uh, one I did want to talk about, which I kind of talked a little bit about, which was the race leaders. Um, the odds are not up. At least I'm not seeing it. Bavada doesn't have it. I don't know if it's up on MGM or DK or anywhere else, but I am eyeing to take the over, uh, two and a half on the, the race leaders for this track. I think that we will probably see it assuming that this is what we're going to see, which is Ferrari is going to be up top. Potentially they could struggle. It, I mean, for, for, the most part we've seen it to where Max then ends up taking over Ferrari uh, like lap five or 10 or something like that. So that's one. And then he pits and then we're going to see that cycle happen in the top three or four. Um, it just seems like the trend has happened that way. Although it hasn't always gone as smooth. I, I can go back and see here. Give me one second. I think in 2019, we had four four different lap leaders, 2018, four different lap leaders, 2017, we only had one, but again, that was the, the wet race. And in 2016, we had three. So I am going to be eyeing the over two and a half race leaders for this, this race. One thing that does scare me is yes. If like Max does qualify first and he's just way faster than everyone, we may not hit on that, but I'm kind of going with the we might, we're going to probably see them closer than we think. So I think the Mercedes will go out long anyway, looking what they did in 2019. Yeah. They just kept Hamilton out forever yeah. and lost two positions. But if they're not going to go forward, then that's really their only hope for a safety car. Yeah. And then I'm going to be eyeing to classification of drivers i think that um there's an opportunity there it's going to be very boomer bust i think it's one of those you're either going to see just mass chaos or everyone just seems to have a clean race and we just see maybe two three dnfs but i may be taking the over 15 and a half at minus 150 it's very possible i do love that it is very scary knowing that if it is raining and there's a huge chance of rain. So that's the only reason why I haven't also jumped on it. So I haven't jumped on those yet, but those are two that I'm eyeing just something for, for the listeners to. I mean, to last time on. there was a wet race, the top three 
knock themselves out before turn one. So yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you could take the under fifteen and a half at plus one ten if you really wanted to, but now I think that uh, I think we we tend to go into a race with the like this is going to be totally mass chaos, but. You know, I think that lately I haven't seen, we haven't really seen a massive, just big turn one chaos except for Silverstone. And that was, I think that was the last time we did see one. So that's one race out of the entirety that we've seen. So I kind of like it. Uh, I know we are about time. We've got, we think we've gone through 30 minutes here. So just wanted, let's do one quick round table. Any thoughts, trends, something you want to bring to the viewers? It's open mic. Uh, one thing I'll just add: if the more rain there is, it probably benefits Verstappen. And if yeah, I think I see qualifying odds have drifted to about evens, two point zero. So if it is a lot of rain, Verstappen's very good in the rain. I'm sure the car could get pole. So the more rain, lean to Red Bull more. Uh, you mean on qualifying for Saturday? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm only doing a quarter unit on my Leclerc bet. Plus, we got Clonodo. I call him Clonodo now because he's a clown. But anyways. Anyone else? Jinx? I think I'm good. Integrity? Yeah. All right. Yeah, man. That's good. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, tune in for our next podcast, probably next week, where we're actually we're going to have the Japanese Grand Prix. This one is going to be a fun one, I think, just because of the timing of it all. It's basically midnight our time, you know, one a.m. or something like that here in the U uh, U.S. So look for p potential like live streaming or live chatting Discord for through the FP sessions, qualifying a race. Um, yeah, it should be fun. I want to try to be a little more interactive since it's going to be late in the evening with a few adult beverages. It's allowed, of course. Of course. But uh, yeah, thanks for every uh, for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week.